2: On this episode of the Career Musician Podcast, we have Latin urban pop artist, singer-songwriter, born in Costa Rica and raised here in L.A., J.P. Castillo, who started his musical journey in church and after attending Fullerton College, his musical roots began to take hold. Since then, he has toured with the Jacksons, Frankie J., and became the percussionist for Jennifer Lopez and ended up as an opening act on the J.Lo tour. You may have also heard him as a feature Singer in the Dancing with the Stars band. With more than 3 million views on YouTube and over 150,000 followers on Instagram, it may not be long before we see JP Castillo headlining his own tour. Right here on the Career Musician Podcast, you can hear JP's story from the man himself. JP Castillo. J or juan pablo jp castillo in full right i like that (laughs) (laughs) welcome
0: to the career musician podcast my friend so glad to have you thank you bro i appreciate 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 you having me um i'm i'm happy to be here with you guys man and and it's cool that you're that you're still pushing this uh this platform forward
2: yes absolutely in fact uh over what was it eric last year over the new year new year's eve we've reached 100 episodes so super stoked right. about that. And my team, Eric G and uh, Lola and Charlie, they interviewed me. So that was fun. <laughs> yeah.
1: I saw a little of those episodes were this year. Wow. 60. 60 of those episodes were this year.
2: Yeah. Oh, 60 of them this year. Yeah. 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 Congrats. Thank you, man. So you were saying you saw a little bit of that? I did. I saw a clip of that on your Instagram. Mm. Very cool, man. And uh, okay, so let's l- give a little history. You and I met recently before the second COVID shutdown at a studio here in Burbank, or North Hollywood, really, uh, working with Kevin Flournoy, our mutual friend, Kevin Flournoy. Um, but then, you know, funny as it is, you came to my studio a couple years ago, one night to work with somebody else when I wasn't here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So so let's start there. How how did this all unravel? I I love how we we ran into each other twice by happenstance. That's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah. It actually was a lot sooner ago. <laughs> it was oh. um at the at, towards the beginning of the year. So it's kind of a uh, pandemic situation where um yeah you and I just kind of ran into each other by happenstance, and I was in your studio. I knew it was your studio because I first I saw a bunch of guitars right. like a thousand guitars everywhere. And, uh, it was, it was such a good vibe, you know, and uh, I saw the nomad sign. Right. Right. (laughs) So I was like, okay, cool, man. I I know, I know where I'm at. And uh, I was there with my good friend, Maya Sykes, who's an amazing singer, um, musician here in LA and an artist. And, uh, yeah, we were working on, on, a on a project to go, uh, we were getting ready to go to Atlanta to, to do a show, a performance out there. And, um, and literally this was probably around march 8th ish around around that time so we were getting ready to record all this stuff pre-record part of part of the show um it's like this big elaborate production we were doing about let's say we i was in your studio let's say like on a, i think it was like a monday or a tuesday yeah and we were set to depart like on thursday literally the day the day after the session so something some very very cutting it very close we got the email saying hey guys listen this, this there's this thing going on They're, they're locking down um the airports um we're not we're not sure what's going to happen and it kind of just prolonged into into postponing postponing and then eventually just getting canceled and it was officially march 12th the official like lockdown and pandemic protocols all that stuff and and so that was the last kind of the last time that I was a uh, kind of really actively out in the field you know right
2: man that's crazy I said a couple years ago it's amazing how time like eludes us all the time and it's Chris so wow it was literally just under a year and I remember that Maya Sykes a great friend of mine as well beautiful singer so talented and you guys were here working with my buddy Zo who is the engineer uh right yeah and i think was he i think he might have been producing or co-producing that event with maya or something like that
0: i think so yep. yeah that's yeah. right
2: very cool man well i love how it's full circle and uh it looks like you know we're slowly getting back up and running here almost a year later so that's yeah. cool um all right so you're originally a native of san jose costa rica is that right
0: that's right man all right so
2: i always like to ask people how they got started in music how did the music bug
0: bite you i come from a family of musicians my my parents they met at a young age out in in costa rica in the music scene in the like performing with different bands out there it's a a very small country so uh, you know everybody kind of knows each other and stuff and um my, my dad grew up in a household where my, my grandpa was in the Costa Rican National Symphony as a violinist, and and so my dad grew up uh, playing drums and kind of studying drums, and my his brother, my uncle, a violinist, he went on to become the concertmaster of the symphony, the Costa Rican Symphony, and on my mom's side, it's kind of like completely opposite. She was from a rural area of the country, and... She was just the only musician out of the family. No one else really even has like an inclination towards music or music ability. She's just one of those like God gifted, you know, her with that ability. And and um, she always had a passion for it. and she's an amazing singer. Her name is Eliana, And um, she her and my dad came out to, to the United States when when um, I was about five years old. Right. And they pursued music, and it was just always in the family. It was always in the house. Um, rehearsals, you know. And the they had their own band. My mom had her own band. Eventually, my parents split up, and my mom was doing her own thing. My dad was doing their own thing. Always in music. My dad very involved in church and in the everything in, um, music related. He had his own studio, and it was just nonstop, you know, with uh, yeah. with being in, immersed in music in, in and with a, a lot of different influences from the classical stuff and my mom <clears throat> on the Latin salsa tropical side, you know, she she performed a lot with Celia Cruz and, and Tito Puente and did a lot of stuff here in L.A. in the salsa scene, um, a lot of big acts and touring and, and stuff like that. And And my dad was more on the jazz side. And man, I just had I had all kinds of different like a hodgepodge of stuff, you know, of music. And so for me, it was very natural just you know course to take um i was very very um athletic growing up i loved playing soccer i mm. was like my main sport and basketball but um you know what at, i was like what like a five five 13 year old you know 100 pounds or something like that so um it was it was a bit challenging but i was uh i loved i loved uh playing sports and um I kind of wanted to rebel against the family and, and go into the sports, you know what I mean? And, right. and kind of not 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 do the obvious thing. I felt like everybody was expecting me to just fall into into the, the music cycle, you know? And um, eventually I just fell in love with it, man. And I, I was in, in high school band and high school choir. And <clears throat> uh, st- I started out mostly playing percussion, drums and percussion.
2: Okay. All right. Because it's so funny because I was introduced to you I think as a singer that night here at the studio briefly, I was in just in and out. Yeah. Uh, but then when I did the session with you not too long ago with Kevin Flournoy, he was telling me that you are a percussionist and I'm like, Oh, I thought you were sing-. And then I was like, Oh wait, shit. So it's multi-talented. I love that.
0: Yeah.
2: But I also want to break down some Latin stuff here. So uh, Eric G is Latino. I'm Latino. His, his roots are Mexican. My roots are Cuban. Um, <laughs> And we all have a deep, deep affinity for anything Latin, right? That's right. You know, just the culture,
1: but especially when- the tropical Latin. Because, like I like, like you said, I am Mexican, but I actually didn't grow up listening to Mexican music. I grew up listening to Cuban music. I grew up listening to Timba, I grew yeah. up listening to you know, like you know, Trio, and just anything that came from Cuba or Puerto Rico. Actually, I didn't do much listening of Mexican music when I was a kid.
2: <laughs> so, so that's the question that i want to ask jp and yourself eric what i find so interesting you know again not not don't take this the wrong way not trying to sound arrogant but it seems like you know cuba cuba music was the epicenter of that whole you know salsa you know uh like you said timba you know tumbao that whole movement and and puerto rico so how does costa rica come into that cuz like you said your parents were working with Tito Puente and Celia Cruz and I mean that's, yeah. that's amazing. So tell us a little bit about the Costa Rican, you know, uh scene if you will and how it merges with
0: the like like Eric said the tropical Latin. Dude, I love that question. I've never been asked that. Um yeah. I I'm a very proud Costa Rican. Costa Ricans we're we're very proud of 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 being where we're from. Yeah. Uh, because we're it's a, because it's a very very small country, very very small country. Um but it's very beautiful and there's not a lot of us outside of costa rica and that's a that's a point of pride too you know we 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 it's it's a it's a very peaceful place no army stuff like that A, a lot of people like to go retire there it's a very safe place you know very beautiful um costa rica doesn't have its own genre per se in that in that sense we've adopted salsa we've adopted cumbia we've you know Um, it's really just a handful of, of countries that, that really have exported their culture in that way. Um, I love
2: that export of the culture. That's cool.
0: Yeah. In in Central America, Central America has, has kind of, we all share a similar style of music, which is like a punta style. Um, El Salvador, Nicaragua, Costa Rica, um, Honduras, actually, I, I believe, is is the epicenter of it, and it's like the originator of like that that kind of that style, and it's 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 kind of what we can say is is a Central American genre of of music, but um, but as a as a popular music, you know, as a, as as pe- what people, it's more cultural, it's more fol- folkloric. Um, a lot of marimbas and xylophones used in it and stuff like that um but as a as a as a sound of music of, of to go in the club and dance and and pop music and stuff like that it's definitely salsa and timba and you know the the the, the what's it called the uh the popular stuff you know
2: yeah well i love that so punta is a p-u-n-t-a that's right and like if you look it up on on wikipedia you know it says it's an afro-indigenous dance and music originated by the garifuna people with african and arawak elements i mean it's so deep i love this stuff and it's so cool that you brought this up thank you once again because i think Uh, People need this kind of education, especially those who are interested in the Latin culture. Like I was saying, I did a TV cue for a show called Who Do You Think You Are? Mm. And uh, the episode was for uh, America Ferreira, the famous actor and and director, producer. And she's from that region that you're talking about, the Central American region. And they absolutely referenced it. They said, we need something punta because that's what she referenced. And I ended up titling the cue uh, Garifuna Passage. Because I did some research and I understanding nice. how the region works. So, man, this is like mind boggling to to yeah, me. Man. So please s- preach on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. But um yeah, I, I I love that. I love that you were already on point with with uh, with Punta. It's not. It's not a very pop. It's not a. It's not very known. You know. It's not. It hasn't uh really been exported that way. That there's. You know that song Sopa de Caracol. I'm not hip, Eric. <laughs> um, it's it's a, it's a more of a Soca okay. style and stuff like that. That that's, you know, Central America has, has its um, claim in that in the Soca world, but it's, it's a little more Caribbean, I, I believe in its roots, but, um, but yeah, man, like all this stuff I, I grew up it, it, immersed in it not not really studying it just right or like just living it like being surrounded by it um I didn't really like sit there and and try to figure it out or study it and stuff like that which I I kind of wish I I would have done more of that you know growing up but I was just surrounded by by these these musicians and um people doing people that were really you know masters of of all this these genres right so as a as a young kid being taken out of Costa Rica, and plugged into L.A. urban L.A. Mm. from one day to the next, I immediately immediately was um, introduced to R&B and and hip hop and pop music and American pop music, you know, and, <laughs> and the movements that were going on at the time here. So I just got this whole other side of me that's that's more on the on the singer side and then the producer side of me, the songwriter side of me, that um. I love R&B. I love, um, you know, hip like urban music, um, hip hop and and just the the what we call pop music, American pop music, you know, and I just I just have this whole other side of me that that I think when I when I when I write, when I produce, um, I'm able to tap into these elements that I believe are, are both very genuine to me because I grew up in in kind of like in a split world of these of these two
3: 50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code pantheon50 to get 50% off.
2: I love that. I love that. Man, Eric and I are working on yeah. a project now that we're going to you. we're going to bring you in, bro. We go we got to figure something out. We're going to do a collab. Uh, yeah, sure. Eric and I are always figuring out how to how to rope our guests in.
1: <laughs> it's so. funny you you're talking about, you know, your influences in that way and it's like we're Nomad and I are of the same breed. Like it's essentially Black American music yeah. and Latin music right. are specialties it seems like that's what like yours is too right right um it's like two different ends of the spectrum but when you know there's actually there's only you know a handful of la musicians that i know of that are doing that the Mm -hmm. you know uh, latin and r&b
0: yeah Um, yeah and it's interesting that you don't find people who are masters of both that that often yes Right. right i do know i do know a few and and um and it's it's uh I love I I just love it and what what's awesome to me too is that both of those worlds are rooted in in Africa.
2: That's right. If if it didn't come from there, we wouldn't have it at all, you know. So it, it's amazing. I I love how it all comes back together. Truly yeah. amazing. So. Uh, Okay, what a a great inspiration to get started and to be immersed in. Uh, You know, how did you cut your teeth in the in the pro scene? How did you start gigging? Did you start off as a drummer percussionist or a singer or kind of happened all, you know, at the same time?
0: I started off as a drummer. Um, I loved playing drums since I was a kid. And it was, you know, directly direct influence from my dad, who is a a great drummer. Um, And in church we we came to a situation where we were in need of of percussion we needed percussion mm-hmm. and since, since my my dad was already on drums he was better than me so I wasn't going to take his seat so I, I was like promoted demoted I don't know what you call it to percussion but it was actually one of the best things that ever happened to me because it it introduced it kind of introduced me to percussion I, I wasn't seeking it out I wasn't actively trying to f- find that and I found myself in a place where it was like, hey, why don't you give this a try? And I started really falling in love with it. And I developed that 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 passion for for playing percussion, for being um, being the person that brings the color and 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 you know, creating it's a very creative instrument where you create pocket, you know, and you create rhythm and and elements that that kind of bring the music to like another like another level or another, you know, another vibe. So um, percussion was my my first thing as a, as a young kid and into my teenage years. And eventually I did a, um, a special performance at church for like Mother's Day mm. and I sang, you know, and, and it was something that I did just as, I, I did not take it seriously at all. I, I, without even really realizing it, I loved singing, but I didn't, I, I didn't think of it like that. The thing, the thing, the thing to understand about me is that I, I was I, I was so surrounded with music all the time and with my my parents, you know and bands and rehearsals and stuff that i I never I just thought it was normal i I just thought that was like a normal thing like I didn't think of myself as as a musician. I didn't think of myself as like, wow, I'm really passionate about this. It's just what I knew. it's just was always around. so i I didn't even realize that and um eventually i i I got into choir in, in school and by being in situations and around other kids and things, I, I started kind of realizing that I was excelling as a singer. Mm. Um, <laughs> one funny story is like in a choir. Um, I don't know what happened one day. We, we did a choir competition. The boys didn't show up only me. So I was like the only boy and the only kid, um, and, and there was like a, a men's section of a song. Of like this choral song and now it became a solo because i was the only one in the section so when we went to like receive the awards they said for best men's solo or whatever juan pablo castillo and i was like wait i didn't even do a solo where i was so confused but it was stuff like that you know and i just started kind of like getting confirmation about it and um won some talent shows in school as a singer and um that's when i really started kind of like understanding that part of myself
2: yeah those little affirmations along the way they really help don't
0: they absolutely yeah you need encouragement you know what i mean and you need you need to know that that somebody needs to tell you that what you're doing is is you're, you're on the right track right right
2: now with credits some of your credits are j-lo janet jackson the jacksons dancing with the stars so talk about that do you what do you do for for different artists do you do you
0: integrate your vocals and your percussion or you know talk about that all of the above, man. I, I've been blessed to work with the Jacksons as as a singer and a percussionist. Um, nice. I've I've one of the one of the first shows I did with them. I mean, we were actually the the first tour that we did. I was in the front with them, performing, wow. dancing, and um, wow. singing singing some of Michael's lead parts. And ah, that's awesome. That was an incredible experience. I mean, that was that's
2: a huge bro.
0: Yeah, that was amazing. I I went that was something that I I never even really dreamed of because I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. It was it was so many combinations of of like emotions and feelings and excitements. And it was like a combination of like the nerve, the nerves, the pressure, like you said, but but also just the excitement and the and the man like it was just so the fun, you know, and it's like, wow, I'm really I'm really doing this. This is crazy. Right, and, um, like when I first met them, it was you know part of it is that they're so cool that they they made it they made it an easy an easy situation yeah. to be a part of right um for the from the first moment I met them um i i it was all like a word of mouth thing i was I was referred to to their musical director, Rex Alice, shout out, Rex, <laughs> yeah um. I was referred to him and he just wanted to hear me saying something, you know, and it was a very informal, you can't even call it an audition. I mean, we met in a parking lot, like in Hollywood somewhere on the way to rehearsal. He just wanted to be like, Hey man, I just got to do my due diligence. Like, let me just kind of hear you, you know, and yeah. and make sure that I'm not doing it, you know? Yeah. And Okay, cool. And, and I sang, um, blame it on the boogie for him and i think like maybe a little bit of rock with you or something just like a verse or something and he was like yeah man come on let's let's go to the rehearsal and <laughs> introduce you to the brothers and and i said hi to them i i just ta- ex- very first meeting with jackie jackson i just expressed how much i admire them and respect them and and i'm excited to be a part of of what they're doing and honored and he put his arm around me and and welcomed me and and um told rex I like him Yeah. See, and and stuff like that. It it was just, it was just comfortable, man. It was, it was, it was cool,
2: man. I always say the higher up the talent chain, you go in the business, you know, the more humility is exuded, you know, I I don't want to say the higher up the talent chain, but you know, the the higher up you go to the, to, to the people, the legendary status type people. I typically found throughout my career that they are the most humble And, and because they know what it takes to get there. You know, it's right. it's literally blood, sweat, and tears—all three, right?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you Especially know, them. I mean, they've been doing it since they were kids, right? Right. Their entire—they don't know any other life. They just know the life of killing it. <laughs> you know what That's I mean? Right. That's right. That's funny. Uh, another
2: guest just said that Joe Willis was saying the same thing. He's the manager for Jordan Sparks, and he said, "You know, we don't know anything other than just get out there and just kill it. Just do your just." You're a killer. You go do it. You, you know, your, you know, your objective, right? So, man, that's beautiful, bro. Okay. So, so tell us more because look, the whole, the whole concept of the career musician is teaching musicians, you know, in the, in the next up and coming generations, and maybe even in some of the generations already now, but you know, guiding everybody and sharing the knowledge and sharing the information and giving some insight. So let's say somebody looks uh, looks at you and says, man, I want to do what he does. Or they hear this podcast and they say, wow, you know, how did you get to work with JLo and Janet and the Jacksons and, and so forth? You know, because it's one thing to do local club gigs, right? It's one yeah. thing to just start, you know, kind of doing a little bit, but then it's the next thing. It's another thing to take it to that upper yeah. echelon, you know?
0: Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, it, it you just gotta you gotta develop a foundation of of who you are, and 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 execute that. No matter where you're at, you know, and and practice practice being great always. Like never settle for for okayness, <laughs> never settle for for being less than the best that you can possibly be and give in any any given situation. I mean, if you're However, you know whatever habit habits you develop at the bar gig, you're gonna bring them into the the big gig, into the big session. Um, That's so great. Develop punctuality. Develop respect. You know, um, giving, being f- filling your role. You know what I mean? Um, never, never doing more than 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 you need to out of a out of a. I mean that in a sense of like showing off, or like a sense of like. Um, what's the word like to to like an insecurity, you know what I mean? because that, then that's you' you're you're then you'll be stepping on someone's toes, you know what I mean? Just kind of like be the best you, you know and and no matter where you're at i i I was um like you like you said, i I got to work with Janet Jackson in the studio, mm-hmm. and i I was producing her her vocals and and <laughs> coaching her on how to how to say certain words and doing and and it, it was it was mind blowing for me i mean i I'm, I'm in this situation and i'm like what what the heck you know what i mean like i'm working with with a legend and um i've 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 had so much practice working with all kinds of people up to that point that treating and 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 you know if you treat people right learn how to talk to people learn how to how to communicate and 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 just be humble be be just be excellent you know and and, in every situation then when you get to that point it's it's like muscle memory you you can go back to to the things you've been practicing in in your in your character and in in your skills um so that you don't freeze in that moment same thing happened like like um eric like when you asked me how did it how how was the pressure of it and and all that the pressure kind of falls off because you you've you've worked and you've prepared for that moment. You kind of just whatever you were doing at the bar gig, you're just gonna go do it there. So you're it's it's Kobe Bryant practicing a, a, a gazillion jump shots. It's it's Michael Jordan being the first one there, the last one to leave in practice, so that then when the big moment comes, you're just repeating that. And and the pressure and all that is kind of not really a factor. You know what I mean?
2: That's right. That's right. Operating in the gifts that you were given. And like you said, having confidence, but being the best version of yourself. Yeah. 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 I always say too, there's a fine line between arrogance and confidence, right? You know, like and you just yes. referenced that. You know, yeah. go to the gig and kick ass, but don't be an asshole.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's a great way to say it. That's exactly, that's it, man. That's it. The end of the day. And it, it all, it's all in the intention. Yeah. It's all in the intention, because you could be doing the same thing that someone else is doing, but if your intention's off, It's not going to be the same. Hey, this is JP Castillo, and you're listening to The Career Musician with my bro, Nomad. Follow The Career Musician on Facebook and Instagram to stay up to date on the latest news and tips from the world's leading musicians.
1: Help us continue to provide you with new and engaging content by getting our ratings up, Please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts.
3: Hey Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts.
0: Another example that 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 I can give is, you know, this last tour with JLo. I started out as in her camp as a percussionist, Mm. strictly percussionist. She didn't even know I was a singer. Halfway through the process. um, They're they're looking now for artists to open up the show and through through, again, same thing, word of mouth, reputation, treating people right. you kind of ingratiate yourself with the right people and doors open up for you. And, and, and thanks to, to those people. And, and thanks to, to, to just the, the teachings of my parents to do things right and my teachers that I've had along the way and everything, it's just doors open up for you. I, 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 mean, I ended up, I started out being her, her percussionist. I ended up being the artist opening the tour uh, you know, performing my own music in front of thousands of people around the world—that's amazing. Which is that's opened up a lot of doors, and it's just been a, a great opportunity. Which I'm I'm very thankful to, to J Lo for that. Her camp, Kevin, um, musical director. I mean, Kevin Teasley and and Kimbers and the whole team.
2: Ah, oh, that's incredible, man! Very awesome. Do you know Bryant Siono? Absolutely,
0: that's my oh, probe yeah same here he's the, he's the he's the first person that put me in that kind of plugged me into yeah. the JLO lo camp I kind of figured that when you said that
2: I figured that, that he was
0: he had something to do with that yeah he's That's right he's and just, him and I came up to um as as young kids in the in the church scene we our churches were like friends you know we were like partner churches or whatever and we would do events I knew him from that I used to like just look at this dude like dude that guy's dope he's so talented and yeah and we we kind of came up like uh, we we've written a lot of stuff together. Produced, I have a, a song on. You guys got to check out his EP that that he just released this past year. Oh, nice! Kill and stuff. I got a song on there that I I wrote with him called "Drowning in a Bottle," DIB, and um, that's my guy. I, I love Brian, and he's got an, a killer taco business, taco He man. You guys got to try try that too.
2: Really, I didn't know that.
0: Uh, with Bro. baby and Chavez. Fabian, Fabian yeah. Child is uh, his partners. Um, Fabian's uh, my boy. Oh, Fabian's my my guy too, man. <laughs> <laughs> it comes full circle. Yeah, yeah
1: bro. I was really impressed because that was such a it was such a pivot in the uh, pandemic. Yeah, I was. Yeah. It's funny how it's funny to watch all of our music colleagues do what they did during the pandemic because it's like everybody scattered and had to be creative.
0: Bro, um, I'm so um, like Nomad that. and
1: I really dove into the career musician like a hundred percent. Right. Fabian we did with the tacos, and I wasn't expecting that. I was like, taco.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yo, so we gotta have them on the show. We gotta have Fabian and Bryant on the show. I'll reach yeah. out to Bryant. He's my he's my boy from way back uh when I first moved out here. He we started connecting and and yeah, he's just a dope dude. Uh yeah. but I don't know Fabian. So this is fantastic, man. I love how yeah. it all comes full circle yeah yeah man beautiful okay so so okay this is great all right now you're a songwriter singer producer percussionist of course whatever whatever project and it's the same for all of us pretty much whatever project you're attached to all of the all of your talents come come as a package right so you yeah. know all those peripheral little bonuses walk us through a day in the life of jp you know what what do you do how do you structure your day you know and and especially in a time like now during the pandemic how do you stay creative and inspired and and, you know how are you making the most of your time
0: well man it's that's been a a, um you have to be very intentional so i uh, you can't just (laughs) take each day as it comes um that's a that's a very popular saying but when you kind of take each day as it comes, you, you might lose, you might lose your, your, your way. You might lose, you know, some of the priorities that that you might have. Um, I try to be very intentional about what am I going to do tomorrow? You know, what am I going to do today mm-hmm. and, and how is this going to help me accomplish what I want to get done by the end of the week, mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, man, I, I definitely a lot of stuff on my iPhone calendar reminders and right. Hey, make sure you do this by this time. Boom, boom um i have a, a production company called on vacation entertainment me and my partner rich Elizalde, Um, we meet a couple times a week where we have a group called DOS dos that's a very talented group you guys got to check them out they've uh, released two singles so, uh during the pandemic these these kids very young kids 19 and and 20. yeah they've got they've um Put their minds together sorry 19 and 22 um and we sign them we've been working with them they are killing it um so that's one of the projects that that we're really 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 excited about pushing forward as well as me pushing forward with my own music as well um, releasing more stuff um so it's it's a constant it's a daily thing of of right. what what song am i writing today um who am i who do i need to talk reach out to today Practice,
2: yeah. Um, yeah, yeah.
0: Staying up on on what are the what are the current sounds? What are what's what's the current thing that's out? Song releases, just kind of st- man. There, when you're in this business, there is so much to to keep up with and and to do. Uh, social media, mm. um, you know, staying up on on your social media game and uh, it, what I mean if if you're if you're really kind of have seeing you, that you have a lot of free time, there's probably a lot of stuff that that you could be doing.
2: That's right. If you have free time, you're doing something wrong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah.
2: The goal is to not have free time, right? Exactly. Exactly. So, man, and you just hit on it. Talk about. You have some great numbers on Instagram. I think you're like over 100k. I think is that right? Yeah, on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have you know millions of views on some of your singles mm-hmm. on yeah. YouTube. So talk about that. Talk about uh, you know the process of creating these songs. But then also talk about the process of promoting these songs.
0: Yeah, man. Um, so these, my career as a as an artist, um, really, really kind of started to, to to gain traction um, a few years back when I signed a record deal with uh, an independent label out of out of uh, South America, <clears throat> based in uh, South America and Miami. And we released uh, a single called "Tu Ausencia, featuring uh, Gotay, who's a, a very well-known Puerto Rican artist. Mm. Um, that song really, really got got the wheels turning and got got a lot of traction. The video um, did really well. It's a really cool video too. It's like a whole little like a little novela. It's pretty funny, but um, yeah, man, um, that that kind of jump-started it for me. Um, the the from there on i i i was able to kind of move into a, more of an independent artist um lane where the label kind of folded it 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 not folded but it became it became more of a movie a film company and what they were doing in music just kind of uh they just we just kind of moved apart and i was able to just continue and i've released um three songs since and again i've I've had really good um kind of reception with them and and uh, i've I've gotten to promote them in Costa Rica and Colombia and nice. uh different countries and just it's all been just hard work and on social media promotion and and collaborations and um gotten to work with some really really amazing people on on this stuff and um i'm just and, and this is the music that's eventually opened up these doors to open up for jlo and and um to keep putting myself out there and, and sharing my music with with people and i'm looking forward to putting more music together and and releasing fresh stuff um in in more of a direction of where i'm my evolution of where i'm going as an artist now which is kind of touching a li- like a lot more not a little more a lot more on on some of the earlier influences and the things that we were talking about uh yes yeah
2: yes I'm looking at all your all your sites now. Your, your YouTube, SoundCloud, your, your Apple, Spotify, everything. Um, all the links are on your link tree. Beautiful, um, man. You know, "Who uh, Got Amor has uh, over a million yeah. views alone. You know, and that was a couple of years ago. So, yes, it seems like the the sensible thing to do is to follow up with Absolutely. more music. Absolutely, soon, right?
0: It's been challenging, <laughs> man. I've been really yeah. wanting to get more music out, uh, especially because it's like you said, it's it's done well. Um, mm-hmm. not without a lot of work right mm-hmm. but it's it's done well and and um i have gained a lot of um supporters th- followers and stuff and um people do ask me for music constantly and and i'm i'm working hard on on getting it out it's it's like as you know it's it's it can be a very expensive thing to do as an independent artist and so i'm I'm yes. working on that i'm working on that constantly constantly and, and um. Right. I have put. I I have done made a couple of decisions on the personal side that that have kind of like made it so that I I I was working on a I'm putting like a a show together. I don't I don't want to like say too much about it because I'm still I'm still gonna look into into completing this. But I, I was putting something together during the pandemic, not, not before the pandemic. I had just finished the the tour with J Lo, came back and did a few shows here in L A. and everything was trending really well. Um. And I was uh, starting to put this, this whole thing together, this whole show um, that, that could possibly go to Vegas or, or possibly do headliner stuff like that. And um, it all just came to a, to a halt, you know, and, and so been, been regrouping, been uh, working, focusing on, on my production company with those, um, yeah. with the group. But see, and that just that just speaks to you
2: know your tenacity and your and your perseverance. You know, again, it's all about the pivot. How are, how can I you know refocus, reframe what I'm doing and and do something else. And so you're doing it, man. I I love that. I love
0: that. Yeah, man. Thank you. No, I appreciate yeah. it, man. And the work that that uh, where we met, where we actually met the stuff with yeah. April, that's been a that's been fun stuff as well. That's been a, a cool a cool project to be a part of too.
2: That's right. So tell me your involvement. So because again, Kevin Flournoy is a dear friend of mine. We go way back. He's a piano player and and uh, producer extraordinaire. Yeah, and April is the
0: artist that. So were you guys co-producing the project? How did that work? April in the Velvet Room. Yeah, she's she's um she's putting some some great music together, man. Using some of the top industry guys like Nomad on guitar. You already know. <laughs> um, and I I've been working with her for a few years. Um, on different Projects and different things, and she started putting this together. Um, I kind of came early in the in the process of it. She was already working with Kevin, okay. and so I, I came on board as as a uh, as more of a support, as as more of a uh, artistic director, and um, kind of like kind of like filling in uh, some of the some of the. Uh, I, I like let's say this past year again, right before the pandemic. Um I put a show together for her uh for a live performance um over at um what is this place called in in Beverly Hills
2: I was so, supposed to do it with you uh That's oh, right. Uh what is the oh the place that the, the Trumpeter Herb Alpert's place. Uh, yes. uh What is that called? The famous club, the jazz club in Beverly I Hills. Um Patello oh. uh, no, Mabrado? Uh, Mabrado. Thank you. Gee, yes. Very cool place, very nice place. Yeah. And then that
0: got did it get canceled or what happened with that? No, no, no. We I, so I ended up kind of uh, it was going to it was basically canceled but then that's kind of when I stepped in and started working with her and, and kind of like restructured it and and put some put some uh, live elements for her together and uh, arranged the show and then we went into releasing the single and uh, I kind of worked with her on more of a creative um, as a creative consultant and a cons- creative director creative producer with her nice on the scenes that's kind of more of of my role there again more on the production side yeah yeah yeah
2: well anyway man the the stuff that you guys are putting out the producing for her absolutely amazing like totally sophisticated yeah yeah, and you know like you said real real tasteful stuff so okay uh feeling that yeah man you told us about the you know everything you have on the horizon everything you're working on and look, you've been doing great at your like the pivot as we're talking about. <laughs> I love asking people this question: How do you define success?
0: Oh man that's to me that's I love answering that question because i i I hate to see people who are chasing something and mm. and they can't never seem to get it, no matter what mm. i I define success as being content with being happy with with who you are Mm
1: -hmm.
0: in in any given moment and I, i i changed the word from content to happy because it's not about it's you're never satisfied you know you're never you're never like you're never in a place of saying like okay i'm not hungry for it anymore i'm cool right here you're always trying to be better you're always trying to be better than you were yesterday but it doesn't define how you feel about yourself. It doesn't define That's right. whether, you know, if, if, I, if I put out music and it doesn't do as well as my last single and it, and it kind of flops, am I now a failure? Mm. Hell no. The answer is no. That's right. The answer is, well, did I work hard on it? Was I passionate about it? Did I, did I learn things along the way by doing that? am i am i continuing to be a fruitful productive human being
3: mm-hmm.
0: to me that's success success is is spending your time in a way that's productive and fruitful that you enjoy that's success that's right man i love
2: that bro good stuff okay and to follow it up words of wisdom for somebody like i said trying to get into the biz looking at you saying wow he's accomplished so much i want to do that someday what do you tell that person
0: don't take shortcuts work really hard and believe it believe it Mm. those are the main three things that that i would tell somebody just believe it don't try to take shortcuts do the hard work
2: i love it i mean that's so perfect Three bullet points right there. <laughs> and you, you have to believe in yourself, right? That's something that that is can be difficult. I've struggled with it. I know, I'm sure, out of 7.5 billion people on the planet, we've all <laughs> had our share with, you know, you have to be able to envision yourself achieving that
0: goal or dream that you have, right?
1: Yes. You can't wait for somebody to believe in you. No. You got to believe in yourself.
0: Nobody's going to believe in you if you don't believe in you. You got to... People come along and, and people, people will come along. People will jump on board on the bandwagon of your success be, That once it's going. Nobody's going to get it going for you.
2: That's right. That's right.
0: You got to be the jump starter of your own dream.
2: It's so true, man. You got to get the car moving first before they jump in. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I love that, man. Dude, okay. So to wrap it up, we're going to do some rapid fire. You good with that? All right, let's do it. All right, Eric G, you're going to put us on the timer?
1: Yeah, try to answer as many as you can in
2: one minute. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Let me make sure I got my ducks in a row. It looks like JP is going to blast through this, man. So I better have like all of my questions ready to go. Oh, my, oh, Let me let me switch my hat backwards. All right, I'm ready. Oh, there you go. There you go. Shrug the shoulders a little bit. Get ready <laughs> up the neck. Here we go. All right. Count me in, right. Eric G. In three, two, one. Name three tour essentials. <laughs>
0: <laughs> plenty, plenty underwear. Comfortable clothes. Laptop. Hidden talents. Juggling, beatboxing,
2: cooking. Dude, I've never heard juggling. That's amazing. Last <laughs> concert you attended? J Lo. Drink of choice. Beer. Your friends would say you are driven. Song or band that changed your life? Bad. Michael Jackson. Favorite decade of music? Eighties. Musical guilty pleasure? <laughs> Jeez, I, I suck pass. at these. Right pass. 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 All right. What entertains you? What? What entertains you? Movies. Dream collab. Oh! Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so <How> many, <laughs> so many. We're gonna let you answer anyway. Okay, last one. Here we go. This is the most important one. You ready? All right, all right. What would you do if you weren't a career musician? Mm, an athlete or a chef? There you go. You did say you you have an affinity for sports. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you said you were a fo- uh, soccer player, right? Soccer player, yeah.
0: Football, yeah, right. Yeah, football. Nice. I was gritty, dude. I was gritty, man. I was that that little dude that didn't care. Yeah, you can get in and out real quick, huh? Yeah, dude. I was pretty quick and I had like a good vision for creating plays and passes. Had zero power on my shot, so I was not going to be the goal scorer ever.
2: Uh, gotcha. But
0: yeah, man, that was that was my thing. I, yeah. I played it uh, for, for probably like around four or five years. Oh wow, that's awesome, man.
2: And what what kind of food do you enjoy cooking most?
0: Oh man, I I like to cook all kinds of stuff. Um um I I just I love food. Yeah. I love I love good quality food. I'm a foodie. So mm. that's that's where uh, me and my boy Brian that's where we click on on we put each other on some like good restaurants and stuff like that, but I I make a killing like any kind of a chicken dish. That's me right
2: there. Nice. Well, my father taught me how to cook uh, my abuela's Cuban secret recipes. So I'm right, right here with you, man. I think you know. I find, uh, of course, with Latinos, we are Latinx. We love to cook, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, also with musicians,
0: I think we all love to cook, you know, and eat. You love food, you know? man. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's an artistic. It's something like an artistic thing. I think to create something and have others it's enjoy it. So that's what we do.
1: Also primal, right? Yeah. It's primal. It's, you yeah. want something that's going to make you go. Ugh. Right, yeah. right on the yeah. first bite. That's what we're all hungry for. It. Same with music. Yeah. Well, what do we want to hear? We want something that makes us go, ah. Uh, or yeah. a stank face, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I love
1: that.
2: Hey, JP. Where can everybody find you online?
0: Your IG handle. Yeah, man. Please follow me. Check me out, everybody. Um, would love to connect with you all. Find me on any social media platform at JP Castillo Music. J P C A S T I L L O Music.
2: Okay. Beautiful, man. It's been a pleasure, man. I really appreciate you doing the show. And uh we'll be in touch. My brother, you are the man.
0: Bro, thank you for having me, Eric. It was a pleasure. God thank bless you. you guys. Keep doing uh keep doing what you're doing.